0: Hey folks, welcome back to the DC3Cast. I am Brian, with me as always are Zach and Vince. We are here to finish our conversation of Countdown to Final Crisis, the 2007-2008 weekly series. uh, As we established last time, as predicted by Dan DiDio, and turned out to be absolutely true, 52 done right. So, um, Zach is leading this episode, so Zach, why don't you uh, explain to our listeners how we're going to proceed today?
1: okay so we're going to keep the format set by Vince last time where we're going to go character by character um, but there is a point in the story where everything kind of converges um, not convergence, convergence not convergence um, although oh, I think that is up? I think that is the title of one of the issues is convergence um, uh, but no Telos um, so we, uh, I'm gonna catch everybody up to that moment, all all the various side characters, um, and then we'll go from there. Anything to say before we get into that?
0: Uh, I believe in my notes I have here that issue number twenty four is the all nutshot face. That's right. Uh, the all the nut face I- issue, like every face. Vince, did you have the same issue? Exact same issue, yeah. Yeah, it is is an insane collection of nut faces.
1: Well, you marked that. I marked issue 13 as the worst cover in the entire series.
0: Now I have to look up what the cover number 13 was. Uh... Let's see. Countdown 13.
1: Everybody look it up right now, all the listeners.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good... (laughs)
2: That is, a, that is a straight up, that's that's like, um, uh, I jizz in my pants face from that, uh, yeah. you know, the Lonely Island thing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Outrageous.
0: I will also um, say that the art quality has dipped to an unforeseen low. <laughs>
1: see, I'm going to, I think I'm going to push back there. I think the art was mostly better in the second half because they got Scott Collins on who was generally good. Um, and they had a more consistent art team. Um, like most of the issues were done by either like Collins, Tom Derenik, um There was like one other artist uh, who I saw Freddie Williams, and it was actually the good Freddie Williams. Um <laughs>
0: I, I think I, I think that's one of my favorite true tropes of our show. Yeah, I agree. I think that's true until the last maybe 10 or 11.
1: See, I that last Scott Collins issue or it might not be the last one. I think it's issue like 2 or 3 we're going to get right to the end, but like the the Orion dark sides fight stuff, I thought that that was like really good Scott Collins.
2: Uh as usual, I'm somewhere in between the two of you because um I do think on the whole, the art in the second half was better. But I do think there's two or three issues, and I can't think of the specific issues that they were, but there's two or three issues in this back half that are the
0: worst. That are unreadably bad. That,
2: that's, that,
1: very, that's probably re- pretty reasonable. Yeah. Uh, Pete there's, Woods is somebody else who shows up in this in this back half who does a pretty good job. Um, Mike Norton pops in for an issue. Um
2: yeah, he and he was in an issue in the first half too. Yeah, um, yeah. I wish I could remember. I should have taken notes on which issue I thought was particularly heinous, as far as like just. Actually, I think there, there was a, there were a couple Carlos uh, Magno uh, issues. There, yeah, uh-huh. which I'm not not a fan of. Sorry, yeah. Carlos. Yeah, um, but
1: there weren't any like Ryan Benjamin issues. Which again, like no offense to Ryan Benjamin, but when he he rushes, he you can you can tell. Yeah, uh, he I don't think he was on a single issue in this back half. I
2: think you're I think you're probably right. Yeah,
0: I, I'm trying to look back through my. I took really detailed notes when I was writing about this. Um, I could not do that again, <laughs> so yeah. I just I I took much less uh, much less uh, detailed notes this time. But anyway. Oh
2: yeah, there was a Howard Porter. There was a Jamal Eigel. Two yeah. guys I like. Yeah. yeah. There was a Ron Lim issue, which I think I think I've had positive feelings about Ron Lim before, but I'm I'm pretty sure I didn't like his issue of this.
0: I, I completely there was a, agree. There was a Jim
1: Starlin issue. What? I think it it was either five or four. It was one of the ones that the the alt universe Buddy Blank narrates.
2: Yeah, the um, like the the commandy, the Uh commandy origin story. I think it was
1: issue five, the one where he and and Yuna are running around. I think it was that one.
2: I didn't notice that. That's just my bad for not reading the the name on it. But yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, holy shit,
1: absolutely wild.
2: That is wild. There he is, Jim Starlin, issue five. Yeah. Jamal Igel did the next one. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yes. Yeah, I I I think I agree with both of you on this <laughs> somehow. <laughs>
1: um while, while we're just kind of talking about the quality of Countdown, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there like maybe it's just the fact that I'd had this built up as like the holy grail of just unredeemably bad comics. But I I mean, I I've, I've read this whole thing now. I, I didn't think it was that bad. Like I they've, they the there are some like really offensive like things that happen, like really bad writing, really like writing that some of the writers should be ashamed of and like the characterization of some some of the characters is is atrocious, but like aside from that it was kind of fun. <laughs> to me, mm. I, I kind of enjoyed it in like a just like kitschy b-movie kind of way like i i i didn't hate it honestly
0: oh i hated it yeah i I can't go i can't go there with
1: you i i think i think i i honestly like i i i don't know if it's just because it was overplayed to me or i almost like i'm coming at it and i feel like this is one of those things that just like it it's hated and reviled and so it's hated and reviled i feel like if this came out now I would probably just think it's as bad as anything else that comes out.
2: Mm, oh, it's so much worse. See it the thing, it is so much worse. I
1: I don't feel like this is any worse necessarily than like stuff I read in the New Fifty Two.
2: No, but the New Fifty Two was bad too. The New Fifty Two was just lousy with this exact thing. I guess like, that's.
1: I guess okay. that's maybe it. Like I'm looking at it, I just always assume this. Okay, this is worse than that you know and, it, and it's sure. not to me it's um, not no and but so um,
0: I, i'll push back against that i think that the new 52 that all of the stuff in the new 52 that was bad was bad for more or less the same reason whereas i feel like there's a multitude of terrible <laughs> ideas and execution in this book like the... well
1: that the, the execution is bad but there are a lot of really good ideas
0: yes well
2: i agree with that this should be there are a lot of great way, ideas. This should be way better than it is. I was going to save this for when we got to it, but the the stuff the the Kirby Commandy origin stuff should be so good. Like to yeah. me that is something I would latch on to so hard and love. But the the execution is kind of bungled by being stupid and sloppy. It, and,
1: it's very sloppy and it's very bungled. Um but like on paper there there is like a great story here that if like if this if if you took the same story and it had like the 52 writers tell it yeah it could have been incredible
0: but i mean you could say that of literally any comic <laughs> like, but, well, I'm, yes, I'm,
1: but, but i'm saying that like but but you're but like, you're kind of like redeemable. positing that there's yeah, you're. That's kind of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, or uh, what I'm trying to get at. What Vince said.
0: I, I didn't hear what Vince said. Sorry. I, I said that that this is not irredeemable. Okay. Uh, do you mean the Mark Wade comic? <laughs> exactly. Joke. Yeah. Just a joke. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I. Uh... <sighs> there
2: are some ideas in comics that are irredeemable.
0: Yeah, the Mark Wade comic. I know. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> this, this is, is boy, our new. Who's on first? Like
2: I can't say yeah. I can't say it's Ben without you saying it's yeah. Ben.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I, I, oh, I guess well. what I'll say is this: that I, famous I, I... song from the Digimon movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: just like we can't say that without saying that. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay anyway what i was gonna say is i feel like there are some like very good broad stroke outline on a whiteboard ideas but there's no good idea smaller than that like i feel like like the whole thing of like the multiversal stuff i know we're all we're all sims for that and like that is a good idea but nothing that happens in any of those issues is a good idea the idea of exploring mm, it is a I good don't idea. know i think there are some good ideas in there i
1: think i think the like the again i'm just like getting into the story but like the solomon dark side stuff is a good idea the fact that they're playing this like omniversal game is a good idea the the bit where like Solomon, like, writes, he, like, breathes on the window in the monitor thing and writes to Earth, implying that he has, like, been the, like, the Kirby hand, you know, mm-hmm. the, like, digital fire hand writing messages on the wall. Like, those those are good ideas, just handled, executed really poorly. Like, characters change motivations and allegiances at, at the blink of an eye. They... They have no arc. Like most of the characters have no arc. But there are like moments where you're like, oh, this could have been cool.
2: Yeah. Maybe. I agree I agree with that. And then and then where I'll divert from you is that like it's it's so not cool in execution that I can't even enjoy it as kitschy. This kitschy B B level fun, which yeah. I think it. When we get to Brightest Day, um, unless I reread that because it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, yep. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um,
0: uh, hey, you you're the on record stained boy of the podcast, so <laughs> oh, no. you, you can't you can't uh, avoid that. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: No, un- unless unless like something really unforeseen happens. That's the that's the book that I'm gonna I guess it was it weekly or bi weekly. It's only it twenty six so Yeah. That's the that's the bi weekly book that I'm gonna see it as kitschy B level fun that a lot of people don't like. Compared see, to I, compared to I just this, think just brightest like, day young. is I just think brightest
1: day is kind of unfor- is kind of forgettable.
0: Really? Uh, see
1: I think I think it's just boring. Ooh, so yeah, I can't yeah. wait to get into this. Think, all right,
0: but let, let, let's get back to Countdown for now. Yeah.
1: Okay, all right. So I'm going to run through the characters, uh, their bits really quick. So starting with the Karate Kid storyline, uh, we find out that Karate Kid is the, the catalyst for the Great Disaster. Um, he and Yuna and Buddy Blink and his grandson, you know, they're in, we left them off in Bloodhaven. Um, they run across the Atomic Knights who attack them, um, they, them including Firestorm, Firestorm is with them. They find Dasad, the, the new god, torturing Professor Stein, and Desaad, uh joins up with the Firestorm Matrix, but then is removed one issue later by the Atomic Knights. Um Karate Kid, oh,
2: count- oh, go ahead countdown is the the series of undoing something you did immediately in the issue <laughs> yes. oh man there, yeah.
0: there is one example coming up that is the most <laughs> egregious of that but let's
1: yeah let's um uh karate kid accidentally activates brother i and the Omax. um karate kid and you spend a lot of time trying to explain to a child why they aren't a couple <laughs> um <laughs>
2: Now is this Una from Final Fantasy X? Yeah, yeah, okay. it
1: might
2: be. It might be Una. I,
1: I
0: guess. believe it's Una because Una. it's supposed it to be triple kit, Yeah, so you're Uno. right. It is
1: yeah. Una. That just feels really weird to say Una. Um, uh, Brother Eye starts integrating into all of the the technology and stuff in Bloodhaven, including Desaad's uh, new god tech, which is eerily similar to the the Castle Bat thing and Death Metal that we just talked about. Um, Let's see, uh, then um, there's going to be this convergence point. The last thing we we kind of see here in this storyline is Brother I booms everyone to Apocalypse. Um, Jimmy, when we left off with him, I think he had just gotten transported to Apocalypse. Um, we, we find out that he's like somehow involved in the, the upcoming end of the fourth world. Uh, he gets rescued from the fire pits by Mr. Miracle, who's investigating Big Barda's death, uh, which we'll talk about that a little bit when we do the Death of the New Gods episode. Um, Jimmy's very horny, horny for Bug Girl. Um,
2: very horny. He, huh. he, he, he ain't the only one. She's
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>, beautiful. Um, <laughs> he, he finds Forager. They fight Bernadette. We find out Jimmy has a mother box in him. Uh, he sees Forager naked, um, and he gets a message to go to Apocalypse, but first he meets up with the people of Habitat. Um, again, some uh, Kirby fourth world stuff. Um, moving on, we get our big boy, Superboy Prime, but he's not just a boy any- anymore, he's a man. Or, or he's trying to masquerade as a man um a grown man i should say um he he first appears on earth 15 he captures the the luther of that world which i think we ran into earth 15 in the first half of the book i believe
0: Um, we did yes
1: that's the earth where zod is superman uh prime uh
0: kills um who is it jimmy smith superman sure
1: (laughs) yes yes uh he uh Prime kills Jimmy spent Superman, Lois, the whole Justice League, and then he blows up for his fifteen. um we find can out I, that he's oh, go ahead,
2: can I is it all right if I jump in here? Yeah, Th- this superboy Superman prime stuff is some of the like I love Superboy prime as a character. This is some of the worst shit.
1: Oh, it's bad, yeah, you guys interrupt me anytime. I'm just kind of trying to like blow through this catch up stuff, no, sure, yeah. yeah, 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 um. Yeah uh we find out that prime has a uh fortress in the source wall where he's trapped the earth three version of Zatanna who is Anataz <laughs> uh, which is Zatanna backwards and uh mitzel pitlik um he he blows up the fortress but mitzel pitlik escapes um and um There's some stuff, more stuff with Superboy Prime, but I kind of want to wait to get to that later. Sure. Um, Mary Marvel's storyline goes nowhere. Um, Eclipso tries to take her to Darkseid.
2: As a concubine. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. Ooh. Um, They they try to fight over the diamond. It it goes back and forth, and, and Mary eventually ends up losing her powers and lands in Themyscira, which will be important later. Can I interrupt Uh,
0: here for just one second? Yeah. She wants to bring uh, Mary to Darkseid as a concubine with the hope that she will kill Darkseid. But instead of just saying to her, like, hey, let's kill Darkseid... She's like, hey, why don't you go be fucked silly by the dark side, and maybe you'll kill him in the process? Like, it's the most insane is this, thing. Is
1: this freaking Game of Thrones?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's the most insane plot point for what could have been just a very straightforward thing. Or even if the plot was like, let's pretend you're going to be his concubine, and then when he's prone, you kill him. Like, no, she just like she just fully expects her to be his concubine, and hopefully she'll kill him too.
1: Well, and it's also like it's literally a one-issue thing. Um, yes, they they go to Dark Side in issue twenty-five, and then Mary is, escapes in issue twenty-four. Yes, um, and goes to outer space as you do. Um, this is actually a pretty interesting thing um, in the Harley and Holly storyline. I think this is a plot thread that I think could have been really cool if handled better um we find out that the athena that we've been seeing is actually granny goodness masquerading as athena and the the women's shelter program is actually a a program for training new female furies um the harley and holly find Hi- the find hippolyta hiding in a cave and uh, become her spies and um that is that's going to be important a little bit later um actually i I guess i can just say the um those two basically kind of come together with mary marvel and at a fury's graduation uh, ceremony (laughs) hippolyta uh exposes granny and uh mary holly and harley chase granny to apocalypse um that that whole storyline is i think mostly okay
0: that that one's the least offensive i think yeah maybe of any of them i no, think so again you'll notice a the theme here listeners nothing really happens in that storyline but yeah it's, it's not as offensive as some of the other stuff
1: yeah from from issues 20 what i just described is everything that happens from issues 26 to issue mm, 12 i have have i've they they only appear in three issues that whole time sure according to my notes um the pied piper storyline bless us oh
0: oh so
1: wow uh cringe
2: after cringe every single
0: thing about it is bad
1: (laughs) deadshot kills trickster but they're still chained together um And with Trickster dead, the handcuffs are set to explode in 24 hours. Um, Piper drags Trickster through the desert for a while until he cuts his hand off. So he's just carrying around the hand with him. Um, He's using his flute to slow down the timer. And eventually he gets transported to Apocalypse. That's all you need to know for now.
0: Uh, Um, Can I interrupt here for one second? Sure. So you would think that when... Piper dies. Not Piper. I'm sorry. When Trickster dies, the gay slurs would stop. Well, you would think that. <laughs> You're wrong. They continue. Um,
1: because basically... Piper like hallucinates <laughs> Trickster's voice. Yes. Um. Yeah, and they get worse. Like the 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 homophobic jokes like get worse leading up to Trickster's death. Um, mm-hmm. they kind of reach a crescendo.
2: Yeah, Uh, they really do. And then, like, there's even some thematic stuff that it might be a little bit of a reach on my part, but um, I definitely thought about it or it occurred to me while reading it. So it's not like, you know, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't seeking something like this out. But at one point I'm getting ahead of the story here. But at one point, like he thinks he's ended up in hell and then he's going to kill himself. That's when he's transported to Apocalypse. And I couldn't help but read that as like the tragic gay character being conditioned to think that what they're, the life that they lead is sinful or whatever and, and they're being punished for it. I couldn't help but read all of that as a a manifestation of that idea. Maybe I'm wrong, but it didn't, it didn't feel great to read. Yeah,
1: It's not great. Um, yeah. Um, But those are all of the kind of the characters that we've been following this whole time, besides the challengers. Um, Just just wrapping up a few quick points before we get into their stuff. Um, We get some more uh, stuff between the monitors and Monarch. Um, We get the beginnings of this war between the two of them uh we meet uh nix wotan uh who i did not know was in the countdown
0: i totally forgot i, I read countdown less than a year ago i totally forgot um, was in this. for
1: for people who don't know nix is kind of the main monitor character from final crisis um we find out that he's the monitor of earth 51 which is going to be really important later um there's a there's a tie in to countdown called countdown arena where Monarch is pitting all these different multiversal characters against each other to like bring the most worthy into his cause. We see a little bit about that. Um, and that brings us to kind of the big moment, kind of the first big, I guess like the first big thing that like countdown has been leading to, which is the end for the search for Ray Palmer. Uh, which occurs in issue nineteen, eighteen, somewhere around there, um, and that's where everything kind of starts to converge together, and we and we can kind of talk about that. Um, any any thoughts to this point?
2: Um, no, I think we've been jumping in there pretty well.
0: Okay. Yeah, um I, I will say that uh you know, I'll say that for later. Let's do this though. Let's take a break here and when we come back we will talk about the final eighteen or so issues of county.
1: Subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, so we have found Ray Palmer. He's on Earth 51, which is uh, Nix's Earth, although we won't find that out for a little bit. And it is the perfect Earth. Uh, The Justice League has stopped all crime and everything is good and ray has found uh that earth's version of gene loring and they're happy um and everything's good uh, until the challengers come to wreck his whole life
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong
2: (laughs) it's really sad
1: Um, it
0: is
2: yeah she's like yeah he's found uh, peace
1: yeah he he has found everything and everything is good like that world is good nothing bad is going to happen in that world until the challenges show up and wreck everything
2: um that's really funny that yeah the whole the whole crux of countdown is ruining this perfect uh, by, by by intervening for effectively no reason right right well so we find out
1: in the like most nonsensical twist that uh, the Monitor Bob, who has been kind of the antithesis of the Monitor Solomon, uh, actually is working for Solomon <laughs> to help the Monitors find Ray Palmer, <laughs> and he betrays everyone. Which um, makes
0: no sense. It but, makes uh, absolutely yeah. no sense. Especially,
2: Early, earlier scenes.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And even funnier, the same issue that we find out that he is working for Solomon and betrays them, Solomon kills Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because we find out that solomon is wanting to become like the one true monitor by killing all the other monitors and absorbing them Um, but it's too late because they're too individualistic Um, which is like an interesting plot point from final crisis and a lot of the good stuff that i found i feel like i found in countdown were things that actually were like closer to and related to more to final crisis. than I really expected mm-hmm. um, like Nick showing up and essentially losing his world twice. Um, and the stuff about the monitors being more individualistic, um, you know, the death of the fourth world, some of that stuff I'm like, Oh, this is actually like a little bit, like it doesn't totally jive with Final Crisis, but like it, I don't have to squint quite as much as I thought I would have for some of this stuff. Um, so, but again, like it's just kind of bungled overall. Um, the The only hero who's kind of left active on this Earth because everything is peaceful is of course Batman and he's like a gun toting nut job there. There's a great like end of issue cliffhanger where he pulls a gun on Jason Todd and he's like holding it sideways, you know, in the like very typical, you you know, like the gun hold that I'm talking about. Right.
2: Yes. Yeah. The gun, the gun Kata hold.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's the equilibrium. Uh, Yes. Uh huh.
1: And he kind of has it, like, pointed downward, too, a little bit, too. Um, It's like, it's very fiction. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh, But then stuff just goes wild here. Okay. so. You're going to have to stop me from, like, going into way too much detail, because I took really I took a lot of notes on this section. Um, (laughs) Jason Todd becomes the new Red Robin. Yes. And he has the Jace, He has the Tim Drake, Red Robin suit that he'll be wearing, in just a few years in the comics. It, it's the Kingdom Come Red Robin suit. Yes, um, which is wild. Um, we find out that so uh, this is so convoluted. So, Earth 51s Ray Palmer was immune to the Mordecoccus virus, which is the the thing that Karate Kid has. He was he was he found out about the multiverse and was afraid that this virus could, which they fought on earth 51 could, could spread. So he was working on a reverse engineering, a, an antidote based on his own immunity, but he died in the process and our Ray Palmer happened to see him die at just the right moment when he, when he came to earth 51 and, and took his place. Um, he, he wasn't immune, but he was still able to continue work on engineering a vaccine that he apparently gave to people. We don't know who, but we, he gave it to people, but he, and he, he made it so that the injection would leave an atom symbol on the person. And that is apparently how the monitors tracked him to Earth 51. <laughs> I think is how I read that. But then that's not really referenced ever again. Um, And there are also other explanations given, I think for how they found Ray Palmer, it doesn't make sense. And it's dumb. Um, Monarch has come to earth 51 to, to wage war and to conquer this earth. Um, This is the first time we hear it. Someone say who monitors the monitors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And on the next page, Someone else is like, that's a very good question. As if the writers are patting themselves on the back for coming up with that.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Um, so, so Monarch uh, is there along with his, um, you know, his army of, you know, kind of alternate universe characters. There's an evil Donna Troy who who fights our Donna, um, our Donna beats her, and she says, "I'm Donna Troy, bitch." Uh, or no, maybe it's bitch. I'm Donna Troy. It's one of one of those. Um, it's bad. It's yeah. It's not bad, but it's also not as it's bad. Not bad. As, <laughs> no, I was gonna say it's not as bad as a, an earlier uh, Donna Troy line that I forgot to mention, where she calls uh, Jason Todd re-Todd. Retod? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh,
2: that
1: that one for, takes the case.
2: Somehow that one just slid off my smooth brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So so Donna defeats this other Donna, but dresses up as her to go fight this bug lady who literally came from nowhere. I have no idea who this who this person was or what her role was, but she takes over her butt ar- her her bug army, uh, to to fight against Monarch. And around this time, Superboy Prime shows up, um, to fight Monarch, um. So, this is where
0: everything gets really convoluted.
1: Yeah, so that that is happening. Superboy Prime has also been to see Solomon because he wants Solomon's help finding his Earth. Uh, then he gets distracted to go fight mon- find Monarch. Soon after Solomon is attacked by Forerunner who tries to kill him but fails, uh, and Darkseid appears and that's where we find out that this whole thing has just been a game between Darkseid and Solomon um where all of the various characters are kind of like pawns in this this kind of um upper dimensional chess game that they're playing this 5D chess that they're playing
0: thankfully the writers are are tactful enough to not show us an actual chessboard oh wait they do oh. so every fucking possible <laughs> in turn. the
2: first issue of the yep. book. They do. Yep. Now, now that, that, that is a callback to,
0: I, I mean, maybe even, maybe even earlier than that, but legends. Yes. I, I know it's a callback to legends, but legends does it so much better. I guess.
1: Well, there's a lot of things that this series calls back to that. The original thing did better. <laughs> <laughs> um, this whole thing is a Kirby pastiche homage thing and Kirby did all this stuff better. We need to read all the Kirby fourth world comics one day. Sure.
2: I mean Maybe we'll maybe we'll do that while you're on leave Zach. No, I wanna do that. It was <laughs> that's a great idea. idea, Vince. Let's do that. I know, that's why I
1: said that. I hate it's you guys. Joke. Um so uh Superboy Prime promises to kill Monarch to death. Um
2: <laughs> in so many words. <laughs>
1: um it's very good (laughs) um we we see the the kirby handwriting in flame on the wall which is a a biblical allusion um writing the words to apocalypse um so of course Nyx takes all the challengers to apocalypse uh, only for the next issue for donna to ask why are we on apocalypse (laughs) and it's like. (laughs) well you're the only one who just saw a hand on the wall say go to apocalypse uh why don't you tell us um which thankfully they are um transported to apocalypse right before superboy prime rips into monarch detonating him and destroying the entire universe um the only survivors are nix and a baby tree it's very sweet and sad um we will find out here in a few minutes or a few issues that Monarch was... Well, it's actually very nice if you read the... Uh, <laughs> probably the nice. only useful secret origin is the the Monarch origin, um, which tells you about how all of this is tied up in the captain adam armageddon miniseries where captain adam went to the Wildstorm universe <laughs> and when he came back solomon turned him into monarch and made him his king uh so he was he was the king on his chessboard um this is where the story like really everything converges because everyone comes to apocalypse we've got uh You know, like we mentioned, Brother Eye transported everyone to Apocalypse. Uh, All of the Amazon characters are coming to Apocalypse. Piper gets transported to Apocalypse. The Challengers are now on Apocalypse. Um, Brother Eye is trying to basically, like, absorb Apocalypse to become its own planet. Um, It is also trying to harvest the virus from Karate Kid. Uh, Um, and a plot point out of nowhere, uh, Miriam Marvel starts hearing the voices of the gods, um, the, the gods of Olympus who have been a prison imprisoned on, uh, apocalypse, which I I don't know if this is an Amazon's attack storyline or plot thread or something. Um, but she finds them, they give her powers and they also give Harley and Holly powers. Um, DeSaud, we find out Desaad is the one who's been manipulating Pied Piper this whole time. Apparently Pied Piper can control the anti-life equation with his flute. Um, and Desad wants to use that, but instead Piper uses his flute to kill Desad and blow up Brother Eye, as you do.
0: With a, yeah, with a Queen song. I was going to say with a, with a, uh, like, Greatest Hits Volume 2 or 3 Queen song. <laughs>
2: Which which Queen song should he have used? Um, and why is it the Great Bicycle Race?
0: It's just called Bicycle Race. First of all, show some respect. Oh, whatever. whatever sorry. Um, no, it's you it should probably use Save Me uh, because of the, the greatest uh, uh Remy Zero. No, not the Remy Zero version. Because there's a lyric, <laughs> I'm naked and I'm far from home, and. Uh. Uh, it's just—it's just—it's just a lovely sentiment. So, yeah. no,
1: I think he should play Rumi Zero, save me,
0: <laughs> Beam to Smallville.
1: Um. So, so all of that happens. Uh, Jimmy, who has just been absolutely useless this entire time, um, <laughs> decides that he wants to go fight Darkseid.
2: <laughs> yeah. J- oh man, Jimmy's story is a, a great example of how Countdown takes a good idea and bungles it because the the lead up to the jimmy stuff suggests that it's going somewhere interesting and well he ultimately does play a big role in saving the day in the end i guess like from beginning to end if you if you ask like what jimmy's contribution to all of this is it's like a
0: a nut hair's worth
2: <laughs> yeah you know yeah he does so little and yet he's a constant presence in this.
0: And this is why I think that there must have been so many editorial changes along the way because the first, like, half of this book is mostly Jimmy Olsen stuff, and you you, just, you get the impression that the Jimmy stuff was going well, and so they kept going with it, and then they, so they just ran out of ideas and just said, okay, well, we'll just sideline them, and then See, we'll, we'll come up with something I, later. I, I don't
1: think it's that. I think it's just really bad pacing because, like, I think I don't think they like significantly changed anything about jimmy's story along the way i think they always had in mind that because they were doing a death of the new god story from the very beginning i think they always knew that jimmy was like this receptacle for the new god energy it's just like this the pacing of the story is so weird in that the like middle section of it just gets absorbed by this whole monitors monarch challenger story that really sidelines all of the book all the other characters stuff for like several issues um like i'm i i'm looking at like my character breakdown that i've written down and really like all the the you know i ran through all those characters plot threads which is like the you know issues 26 through 19 ish there's like a you know very little that happens there because it's all being devoted to setting up the big monitor versus monarch thing which then lasts you know a half dozen or more issues so I, I think the pacing is just really
0: bad maybe
1: I may be wrong I, I just kind of feel like
0: uh... it just seems to me like if you were if you were putting together the story, the easiest thing to do is to figure out, okay, we have this much Jimmy Olsen story. We're going to plot it out here, here, and here.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I just don't think they wanted to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think, I think this maybe should have just been like a complete, like the format for this story is just not effective. You know, like, you could have had a, you could have almost maybe been better suited with like a seven soldiers type setup where each of these characters has their own mini series and then it all connects into a thing. Sure. That maybe would have made more sense for the type of story that they were telling, because like what you're saying, they set up the Jimmy stuff and then he kind of just had to like sit on his thumbs for half a year waiting for, the point where his story is relevant again. Yeah. Uh, because it really wouldn't have necessarily made sense for him to like go into all the multiversal stuff because his, his thing was more about the new gods thing. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway, he wants to go fight dark side <laughs> because he finds out that, you know, Dark Side has been using him to kind of hold all the energies of these these new gods, um, but the rest of the characters basically, like, no, you can't do that. And then Solomon sends everyone back to Earth. Um, and this is where stuff just keeps getting wild. Um, and this is the stuff that I'm I'm kind of with Vince on. I think the execution of this is really bad, but the idea is really cool. Um, the characters get sent to Earth, but no one recognizes them. The JLA doesn't remember them. Um, so they go to Cadmus Labs because they're, they're trying to save Karate Kid um, before he dies, which... I've, I've not talked about Karate Kid and Uno a lot. Bless them, they get the shaft in this back half. Um, probably more than any other character. Um, well, I don't know. Pied Piper gets it pretty badly, too. Um, <laughs> but they they get to Cadmus. They meet up with Double uh, X. Uh, but it's too late. Karate Kid is dead. Um, the, the next couple of issues are really weird um they're both narrated by buddy blank um as he kind of recounts the uh the spread and outbreak of the mordococcus virus um which is essentially it's the great disaster it's essentially setting up for the future that Commandy lives in and uh the note that i wrote was um boys becoming men men becoming wolves <laughs> <laughs> um werewolf bar mitzvah spooky, um, scary. Yeah. 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 spooky scary um really the virus makes uh humans become more animalistic and animals become more humanoid which uh as we all know in in the Commandy future uh humans are basically extinct and there are anthropomorphic animals running around so mm-hmm. this is like the secret origin of Commandy. Which is kind of fun, but it's handled so diz- grimly.
2: <laughs> yes, it's it's grim and it's also very stupid and simplistic in parts. <laughs> yeah. Now, having not read this before, I was legitimately surprised when it happened, and that gave me a little bit of joy because I yeah. I, I love Commandy and like seeing that unfold and not knowing it was coming. Um. Was a lot of fun, but just the the way that it's presented is so stupid at times. There's one page where Buddy Blank is, like, working in a notebook, and he has these rudimentary drawings of stick figures. <laughs> From, like, ha- transmission. Yes, yes. He has, like, a, a stick figure of a person, and then an arrow, and then a stick figure of, like, an animal person. <laughs> and, like... Like he's thinking really hard, and then he's drawing these like.
0: Yeah. And Vince, what did you Photoshop on
2: top of that? Oh, I Photoshopped the doodle from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Jackie Treehorn. The uh, Jackie Treehorn.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: I'll. uh Do you still have that? You should post that on the on the DC
0: Three Twitter. Uh, I I may still have it. Yeah, let me let me look through here. Okay. I...
2: Otherwise, I can get it for you. <laughs> I mean yeah, that's I have, how much I have
0: it right here yeah okay
2: that that's how silly the whole thing was to me that you know the a, a great idea is just pre- presented very simplistically and stupidly yeah unfortunately
1: yeah it, it's worth noting so so buddy and una leave the lab um to try to find his daughter and grandson <sighs> una gets eaten by rats (laughs) um humanoid (laughs) rats and uh buddy's daughter was you know infected by the virus uh but his grandson was still alive and they they both uh hide out within the Commandy bunker uh which which sets up the future for Commandy the series he's the last his grandson's the last boy on earth you know um setting up that lineage which is a cool idea again Um but just handled In the dumbest way you know this this takes Place over two three issues And it's just A weird divergence know uh, three issues with almost,
0: with almost no dialogue Whatsoever
1: yeah It's it's all blank narrating Essentially um it, It's only a Passing novelty because One of the issues has Jim Starlin art Um and this really kind of gets us into the end game because um, after this earth has been wrecked, somehow the challengers have not been infected by the virus. And so they they're like, well, we've we fucked up another earth, so let's just leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, they they hope this time. Uh, so Jimmy uh, uses a boom tube to transport them and they hope that they they've gotten back to their own earth. Uh, Jimmy says, yeah, we're definitely there. And he's crossing his fingers because he's 10 years old. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, We find out that the earth that they were on um, was actually earth 51 again. um, And that Solomon, the monitor had orchestrated for the virus to be released on earth 51 after it had been rebooted after being destroyed by superboy prime um again just unnecessarily convoluted um the challengers all kind of like go their own way jimmy uh jason lee uh jason holly and harley all go to gotham mary says that she's going to go check on the amazons but she uh lies she just wanna she just wants to get away from everyone uh, and goes back to her apartment where she finds Darkseid sitting on her couch
2: which is a, a classic Darkseid.
1: It, it is a classic dark side have you guys ever seen the frank quietly drawing of Darkseid yes. sitting on a couch yes
2: it's wonderful it's,
1: it's really good um And this, like, this is the end game. This gets us to the last three issues, which I issues three and two are probably my favorite issues of the whole series. Sure. I think
2: as as much as as much as they can be. Yes, I think
1: I think. Yes. And there's two things. Very good Scott Collins art and Jimmy becomes a, a kaiju turtle man and fights a giant dark side absolutely and that's good um yeah that that happens because of uh so so dark side activates jimmy with his omega beams first he becomes a kryptonite man which hurts superman oh yeah superman shows up and is just ready to murder straight straight up says i'm going to murder you dark side yep. <laughs> um Um, but Ray uh, shrinks down and and busts up some of the new God machinery inside Jimmy. And that causes him to become a a turtle kaiju man. Um, Ray later breaks the soul catcher, which causes Jimmy to turn back to normal. And then literal deus ex machina, Orion shows up, (laughs) um, to fight dark side, um, this is supposed to be related to the death of the new gods book because it's referenced here. We, we find out finally that the thing going around killing all the new gods is infinity man, uh, which is a holdover, which which is a plot point from death of the new gods, even though the ending of this and the ending of death of the new gods contradict each other. yes, Um, they do. So we'll talk about that in a few weeks. Um, but uh there there is you know the from the kirby new gods books there's a prophecy that that orion and dark side will fight and i think it's that one of them will kill the other and so so orion shows up to you know fight dark side and and he wins but at first it looks like dark kills superman or kills orion and superman just says <laughs> says something like we can't do anything about this. It's between father and sons. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, Superman is pro domestic abuse. Um, <laughs> Somehow, not
0: the worst take in the book.
1: Well, yeah, I guess so. Um. So. So. Yeah. The. The. All of the. Like. You know the rising action ends dark side is killed by orion and jimmy is back to normal and so we get to issue number one which is kind of just an epilogue issue and we can kind of go character by character here again because uh, everything is kind of split up um the kind of looking down the karate kid storyline even though you know both of the legionnaires are gone we get uh, an epilogue for a, but our buddy Blank, not the one from the uh, the other timeline. Um, we find that this Buddy Blank and his grandson were stranded under Bloodhaven when uh, Brother I teleported. But now Brother I is back, and he makes Buddy Blank the new OMAC and it's kind of the classic-looking Omak, um, allowing him to escape. Uh, but he wonders what is what is this new connection to brother I mean absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> Mary, um, who I forgot to say, I totally missed this. Um, Mary is made evil again by Darkseid. He she gives him he gives her 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 powers back, so that she will go capture Jimmy. So she she has the the black suit on again. She that goes looking. That
0: is oh, my least ahead. favorite thing in the entire book. Is that you get oh, this you get, you get this evil Mary story, and then she reforms, and then just for almost no reason goes back to being evil Mary again. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which again, I guess it's because they're trying to tie into Final Crisis, but even that doesn't work. Like it, it doesn't do that. Um, yeah, so pretty bad. Um, Mary goes to look for Black Adam who has his powers again. Um it looks like but he's just like, "Nah."
0: He drops a pretty great line where he basically said, "I would beat the shit out of you, but child abuse is wrong."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's a higher higher moral ground than Superman in this book. Black yes. Adam is better than Superman. Um Pied Piper, uh we find out that he is alive and back in Gotham, uh but his his story has really no resolution. He's just, he's just alive. Um, uh, Solomon, the monitor leaves dark sides, little chest token piece on the source wall. Uh, Harley and Holly probably get the best ending out of anyone. They just get to go be and go be gals and Gotham, you know, they're just, they're just happy. Um, and that leaves the challengers characters. Um, Jason is just like, he's done with everything he goes back to Gotham but Kyle Donna Ray and Forager uh, come together to form a new team of challengers to be uh, quote the border patrol for the multiverse and to monitor the monitors and they basically go to the monitors and say we're watching you and the monitors say on what authority? And they're like our authority. And then they just leave. Um, And that's, and that's it. That's the book. And then they go off to have a lot of adventures in the multiverse. I think, right. That happens.
0: Theoretically, Mm -hmm. although I don't know how many of those we actually see.
1: Um, and, And that's countdown. That's it. That's all she wrote.
2: That is it.
1: That's all Paul Dini and his team of assistant writers wrote.
0: Yep. It's With story garbage. consults
1: by Keith Giffen.
0: I I I hate this comic.
1: <laughs> I I can't bring myself to hate it, even though I read it all very quickly and had to take notes on it, and I, by all accounts I should hate it, but I I feel almost nothing.
2: I was um, I I was ready for the ending to be something much worse or m- a much bigger stain. Like I think this is all pretty bad, but from the talk about it, from yes. the hype, from the hype about it, I was waiting. You know, I read those um, those Buddy Blank issues, and I thought, okay, there must be some like doozy ass stuff that happens in the last three issues, and then I, I saved the last three issues for today. And I read the those issues and I was like, well, this is just more of the, of a wet fart than anything. Yep. This is like yeah. nothing. I I couldn't believe how unceremon- unceremoniously it all ended. And and we and Dark Side even dies in it, but like it's somehow unceremonious.
1: Oh, it's meaningless. Yeah. Um but and I you know I, yeah. and you know
2: it's meaningless immediately.
1: I, I would even say like I think that the first half is better than or worse than the last half
2: oh i don't know about i mean
1: i think so because because the art is worse in my opinion and at least in the back half it you know one of the things we talked about in the first half is how beholden it is to all the other events that are going on in the dcu and tying into all of these other things off panel it stops doing that in the back half and becomes relatively self-contained
2: I guess that's not worth a whole lot to me. I mean, the way that I, okay, here's here's what I'll say. The 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 dark side Solomon and pre-commandy stuff is all better than anything in the first half, but so many of the first half stories are just wasted in the second half that. Yes. I can't, I can't. That's true. I can't in good conscience say that, like. But I don't think any of the stories in the first half are good. <sighs> See, Jimmy's Jimmy's story had me going somewhere. I thought that was going to amount to something more than it did. Um,
0: I will say that I think that the Rogue. Same with the
2: Karate Kid one, but yeah. The Rogue Sorry. story, yeah.
0: the Mary story, the Jimmy story. And I don't really think so, but I'll give you guys the Karate Kid story. I think all four of those stories in the first half, while flawed, have a decent enough story at the heart of it that it could have become something interesting. And none of those stories did anything at all in the second half.
1: Yeah. So I think that the Mary story and the Rogue story were were dead in the water from the get-go. I'll give you the Jimmy story and the Karate Kid story.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're all just
1: like split. Yeah, we are. We definitely are. We're also
0: all clearly identifying our favorites. I'm the Shazam boy. You're the Legion boy. So those, yeah, are just, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. The I think the Karate Kid storyline. It probably. It really. I don't think had as much legs as I would have liked to. I think it naturally ran its course. It did it really just kind of like petered out unceremoniously, but it served its purpose, I think, which was like, he's the vector for this virus. Um, I kind of wish that Una had like not just gone out the way she had. I will, I feel like if she had stayed alive, it would have like kept that thread going a little bit better. Um, but that's like really the only thing I can critique that. The Jimmy thing I'm fine with because he kind of was like the crux of the last big push, you know? He got like his really big moment. Um, and I think that the Harley Holly stuff was really probably like the best storyline overall, like in terms of having an arc.
2: I agree
0: yeah probably
1: um it it kind of stayed pretty consistent and stable all the way through and then like the the monarch monitor dark side challenger stuff wasn't
2: good oh i still don't know what monarch was doing in this thing So so nothing
1: he he was a he was a pawn of solomon
2: well, I yes, I know that. Like, I, I I understand his role in the thing and in, he in just, the chess he game just, or
1: whatever. But like, he just
2: wanted to conquer. Yeah, but well why mon? What I'm saying is why monarch? Oh, it felt sure. it felt so much like bringing back a character that nobody cared about. Oh sure. To to do something that no one could possibly care about.
1: <laughs> oh sure, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's totally true. Um, I guess you could make the argument that if like his end goal like or his end purpose was to be the like catalyst for blowing up this universe there is like a huge dc precedence for uh precedent for bloating for blowing up uh captain adams Mm -hmm. um right so there is that um but but otherwise yeah i could have been anyone uh bringing in superboy prime was absolutely bizarre.
0: And, and really had almost no effect on the end game of the series.
1: Oh, I mean, he, he's in the series for just 12 or 13 issues. And then you don't see him again. Yeah. In fact, you, you, you get no like you don't know where he is or if excuse me if he died i know where he goes next but um it's much easier to think that this whole thing didn't happen and sinestro core war jumps straight to the next thing um so yeah i think the ray palmer stuff i think was actually pretty good
0: Define good, Zach.
1: I mean, like, okay, it was fine. I I think like on the if you're talking about the arc of Ray Palmer, like from Identity Crisis to this, like as like um, as a follow-up to where Ray was at the end of Identity Crisis and kind of like what happens to Ray and what he does here, it's like a good hmm, it's an acceptable progression of his story
0: maybe okay i'll buy that
1: even if it is wholly ignored immediately after he yeah. brought back it's basically a macguffin to get him back that doesn't matter um nice. Yeah.
0: Anything else to say about countdown, or are we done?
1: I was thinking about the challengers today, and how it would have made a lot more sense if they had actually used actual like an anomaly, the um, uh, characters who were anom- anomalies, um, anomalous. I guess that's the word I was looking for. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, if it had been like Kyle, Power Girl, Kyle uh, really isn't an
0: anomaly, though.
1: He is, though, from Final, from Infinite Crisis.
0: But that's not. That's. But they
1: could have spun it that way, Brian. Like, sure, they but, could I, have I, said, but I feel. Like, like,
0: but I feel like there are so many other characters that are way more anomalous than that. Like who? I mean, Power Girl is a perfect well, that's, example. That's the one I just said. Uh, Hawkman is a perfect okay. example. They could have done um, hot,
1: man. Yeah, they could You didn't even let me keep going. I said <laughs> one and you
0: said that's
1: wrong.
0: Well, I said Kyle um, to me to me Kyle and Jason really aren't anomalies.
1: Well, so and Jason Todd, no, but I I think if they had gone with like those those characters that they mentioned in final uh, in Infinite Crisis like Kyle, Jason Rush, and um was it Jack Knight? They never would have used Jack Knight in this, but it, imagine if it had been Kyle, Jason, Jack Knight, Power Girl.
0: I also feel like there's just such different definitions of what um of what it means to be an anomaly. Like there's, you know, I I know that there's this whole uh Infinite Crisis, you know, uh 90s Earth and all that, but to me that's just to me that's just weak. And not not just because I love those characters, but just, well, I, just it, I just feel like it's, yeah. it's 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 not a great. If you really wanted to go about the anomalies, there are so many other ways to go about it. It just those characters seem like bad choices to me. But
1: it could you could have had Shazam or like any of the Charlton characters. Sure. Yep. Uh, that actually would have made more sense too. Yep. Um, characters that were actually from other Earths. Uh, the thing about Kyle is that he is, like, retroactively from another Earth, which, in my mind, still works. It's like, if the pre-Crisis multiverse had continued, he would have been on this other Earth, which is a fun idea. Sure. Um. Yeah. Just like I'm gonna rewrite Jeff Johns Greenland in one day, I'm gonna rewrite Countdown.
0: <laughs> God bless you, Zach, and make it good. Vince, any final words on Countdown? I've said it all, baby. All right. Well, thanks. this was like a this was like
1: a cheerleading camp run by Bin Laden.
0: <laughs> Is that line, a line for... That's
2: a line for the book before I, I,
1: you uh, I thought
2: start stealing.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, parody satire. <laughs>
0: well, thanks for listening everybody. We appreciate it. Um next week we have a new comics roundup coming at you and after that we'll have death of the new gods with our friend Walter Richardson sitting in with us. So that should be a lot of fun. If you need um to get in touch with two thirds of us, we are on Twitter. I am at Brian needs an App. I am at wilker Fox. If you need to find Vince, he is taking up the flute and is learning to play the entire Queen catalog on the flute, starting with uh, Body Language, one of their worst <laughs> singles. <laughs> I have a lot of Queen thoughts. Yeah, me, me too. We'll save them for the Queen cast. Yeah, that is the spinoff that our listeners cannot wait for. Yeah. So that's, that's some prime Patreon material. So thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you in seven days. Bye.
2: Sir, I'm making you some cucumber set. Oh, 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 sorry. Or something like that.
0: I see you already have a cream pie. I'll be back.